0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: We've got company coming. <laughs> this is great. Here it is. Here's our guest, our co-host Ron Williams. Good afternoon, Mr. Ron. How are you? Better. Hallelujah. All right, So what yeah. I was saying to our guests was, Ron Williams is the co-host, and he's he's busy. He's traveling. He has other things.
0: <laughs> Sometimes, you know, but I have to admit, uh, it's with all this—the uh, silver lining with all this quarantine, which I'm done with, by the way. But the silver <laughs> lining, was a little bit of downtime, you know, it's kind of nice. Yeah. It more is- than I'm, more than I'm used to, but I always have something going on and consulting or something, so it keeps me pretty busy. Well, listen,
1: <clears throat> I have said. I'm going mid- to show you
0: who's here with really quickly. Oh, Okay.
1: Oh, look at the little dude. <laughs> hi buddy yeah. how are you <laughs> well, it's called
0: okay go sit on the couch
1: <laughs> fascination <Yeah. laughs> that was adorable well, all right so what's his name
0: that's brighton star bright star
1: hello brighton star we love it that you're there Can you say hi on zero, zero, zero. That's who you know what, I actually think, you know what, Ron, if you want to have him participate on this with us, I think he is a bright energy, I mean, bright and star, how could he not be? How yeah, how he, marvelous.
0: He, he just ran back to the couch. In my office, we have kind of a little penthouse looking place, so he's going to go back and film. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Anyhow, so how are you doing, Deb? How was yeah. the weekend?
1: You know what? Everything is fine. Everything is good. I'm, I'm distracted, but I'm focused about it. How's that?
0: <laughs> and right now, or, or is, you look tan.
1: I, oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I try to live as much as I can on the beach. And so okay. getting in the sun, uh, is, you know what you would think, as light as my skin is and as blonde as I am, that I would burn? Nope. The sun loves me, it kisses my skin, and I go, Coco. <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: You're
1: all cocoed out right now. <laughs> Love it, Coco. Thanks for noting. Yeah. I'll tell you, Here's here's my thought about it. During the corona, what I kept saying to people is look, this virus does not like the sunshine, and it does not like vitamin D, it does not like the heat. I know these things, I've got this background, right? So the news comes out and affirms all that, and you need fresh air. Go out there.
0: Stay away from
1: other people. Don't breathe on them. Cough on them. Sneeze on them.
0: <coughs>
1: Clear your throat on them. Nothing. Stay away. Six feet. Yeah, no. Stay away. Twelve feet. Right.
0: It doesn't like all the things, but it does love politics a lot. So, a
1: yeah. lot. It sticks to that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah. don't. We don't stick to that stuff. But it's
0: funny it's so weird right now to watch all of the protesting and the fighting and the anger and the burning. And, you know, there's peaceful protesting, which is awesome. And then there's the rest. Yeah. And it's so funny to see the rest, just bad things happening, but the whole time they're wearing the masks, they're being, they're being really careful. It's
1: so <laughs>
0: absurd. You, you, can, you can play with fire, but not COVID.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I said from the very beginning, I was not, not cavalier about, about germs. I'm not cavalier about it. But I had said from the very beginning, it was not, it was not the, the physics of this, this virus. It was not the germ. Well, I was really terrified about it. Man, I'm cautious. But what I was really terrified about is the social psychology, the viral social psychology people in the environment interacting and all the factors there. And so, by the way, this is your host, Dr. Duff Carlin with the co-host, Ron Williams. I'm here with
0: the boss. I'm here with the (laughs) boss.
1: And we're here on the K-Factor where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And today, in addition to having Ron back on the scene, it's gotten a little (laughs) awesome out here, Ron, I have to say. (laughs) He also brought uh, brought a bright star with him just for a little poof little magic. thank you for the insertion of a little magic over there
0: Absolutely. yeah the star. yeah he's he's a special little boy, but it's funny one of the things I was kind of um a little bit laid up over the weekend and whatnot but I yeah. uh, watched probably more news than I should have because you know we talked about I am the news kind of a thing and you are the news, we are the news, yeah. you know, so that we're fact-checking ourselves, um, but if there was ever anything that really became evidently clear, and I did a post on this last night, was that people are defending Biden, kind of hard to do, defending Trump, sometimes hard to do, their personalities are interesting, you know, they're, they're human beings, they're both, neither one of them are perfect, right, so it's hard to give a perfect defense to imperfect people, so yeah, it really, you know, who we vote for is, is really miniature compared to what we vote for. That's right. And, and it would be nice if we just talked more about issues and less about defending either one of them because, uh, you know, one's a little bit brash and one's, you know.
1: Anything one, but.
0: One can't remember, right? And uh, so <coughs> you can't that, yeah, but what you look for is what the agendas are. And what what we want to raise our children in and what we want to see our country doing. And it hit me more than anything that really who we vote for is miniature compared to what we vote for.
1: It is, Ron. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because once we find that we have to start defending somebody, we are on what we call in in just colloquialisms a slippery slope. Once Mm -hmm. you start defending your own position, you better watch out because you're never going to be able to get off of that. You have to start defending somebody. You're never going to You're never gonna be able to get off of that. So, for instance, let me use myself as an example. I have had people <laughs> who know, like, and trust me, who love me, and they have said to me, Deb, how in the world, you're smart. You're personable. You're, like, really, you know, into life and everything. How the hell can you be a Catholic? And I'm like, Well, like, what do you mean? Why? Well, you know, all the criminal behavior, everything in the news, all of that. Like, how can you defend that? And I said, I don't defend it. Well, how can you condone it? I don't do that either. Shine a spotlight anywhere. You're going to see bad things happening, and here's why. We're all just human beings. I just happened to have walked into, been born into the Catholic faith because my mother was Catholic and not, extreme, not orthodox. My father was agnostic until he was dying. And then he thought, I'm going to cash in this insurance policy on the side of believing I'm going to heaven. And then, because that's what it is to be agnostic, you have the little insurance policy there. And, and And I said, you know, the thing is, I don't have anything to defend. I can't prove anything. I can't prove a whole organization. I can't prove guilt or innocence. And I certainly can't prove God. It's called faith. So there's nothing to prove. So I learned, when I when I learned that, and then people just sit there and they kind of look at me like, I, I say, you know, so what's the next subject? I mean, you know, what else do you want to talk about? So what that taught me, don't defend anything. Don't defend a person or a faith or a belief. But when we're talking about the, the where we live and the way that we're going to have our freedoms, freedoms are not about... A belief system freedoms are not about a faith freedoms are tangible realities freedom to live where you want freedom to have your money freedom to do with your money what you want freedom to know where you're going to go to worship where you're going to educate your children and how what your health care is going to be those are tangible freedoms and let me tell you something in my book born and raised in America little feisty born and raised in Chicago <laughs> Just a little feisty. <laughs> and you know, St. Louis has been a nice tempering for me, quintessential as it is. But I want all my freedoms. Do right. not tell me that you're gonna give everybody this blanket policy. That's like giving everybody the same size shoe to wear. Right. That's uncomfortable. And my paradigm is very different on healthcare. Very different. My paradigm on education. I, I'm a traditionalist in, in religious practices, but I don't want anybody telling me how to practice my religion or my faith at all.
0: Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think when we find ourselves defending somebody, it's like being a parent. and you, The first thing you want to do is defend your kid boys I this world you know you just could look so dumb doing that you know <laughs> I feel dumb defending a candidate you know because it's like wait a minute, there's got to be some bigger conversation in defending a candidate Yeah. You know? And the bigger conversation is really what's the agenda? what, what is America you know what are the, what are the things that make America great? That's really what it is and you can find all of or most of those things through one administration. There you have it. But it's not about defending a candidate because, you know, we can look silly doing that. Truly, we could. Trump is, as, as much as I enjoy many of the things he has done, quite frankly, uh, putting pressure on the pharmaceutical world, um, you know, protecting our borders, leaving them open, but leaving them open legally. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so hard to understand, you know, um, just all the things he's done for the economy and just the way he goes about um, you know protecting our country and, and holding us holding our, our, our other, the other countries around the world accountable for the deals that we've made. Mm-hmm. You know somebody's got to do that and not apologizing for who we are. Uh, certainly he's not perfect. I mean he is far from it. but in terms of those kinds of results, I don't know, I'm kind of liking it. you know I remember when he first got voted in, I was thinking, this will be interesting because <laughs> he seemed kind of like a tough guy. You know, right. so I'm thinking, oh crap, we're gonna get in a bunch of wars. That was the first thing that came to me. Oh, but just the opposite. I'll, I'll say the first three years of his administration, I heard less about war than I've had my entire life. My entire life. Yeah. So to me, that spoke volumes, and and I just like that he's willing to say it like it is. And 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 you know, people say he's divisive. Well, maybe he's divide, dividing dividing what America could be with what America has started to become. He's making that divide, that kind of a divide. He's getting rid of certain people out of, out of Washington, D.C. that have been there forever. And I think that kind of divide, maybe he's guilty, but you know, certainly he's not perfect, but I sure like the administration.
1: Well, you know, here's what I think is so interesting. And here's the part that I don't understand. If factually, if we have on a piece of paper, factually, the economy, the relation the international relationships and the contracts that we've had negotiated. If we have factually what's been happening with healthcare and the cost of healthcare and Medicare and Medicaid and pharmaceuticals, if we are dealing with facts about the economy, well then I don't understand what is what is the argument. Where does the argument come in? Because quite frankly, when, you know, I, I, do, I do, throughout the course of my life, I do a lot of work in, in medicine. And, and, you know, whether it's psychology, psychiatry, or, or traditional MD medical practice work, where I am partnering with all these different credentialed professionals. Um, I do a lot of advocacy, and I do a lot of referrals. So I will bring a patient to somebody, and, like, if somebody comes to me for guidance, and I'm educating them and guiding them on my program of authentic holistic well-being. And they need physicians. I've got a lot of relationships. So I bring them to somebody who I know is going to be phenomenal for them, like a, like a, a cardiologist who's a surgeon or an orthopedist who's a surgeon. And they say, Dr. Carlin, I really trust you. But that person is a complete jerk. I mean, their social skills, how could you have brought me here? And I, by the way, am bringing them to the appointment and I'm saying to who the doctor is, all right, now we're going to, you know, we know who one another is. I'm going to moderate here, okay? And, you know, they kind of go along with me because we've got a working relationship. And what I will say right in front of the person who is the professional, I know that the two of you are going to be fine because this professional is going to take good care of you. But you don't like this guy or this woman because Their personality is pinched. They don't care. They are focused on this one little tiny aspect of you. And if you want accomplishment, if you want the best outcome, let me tell you, you only have to see this person twice. The rest of the time you're going to be unconscious. So forget about it. You're you're going to be out. And, and, And really, if somebody is accomplished, I want everybody to be nice. I'm really Pollyanna about it, but I thought Polly was a nice girl. I don't care that I'm Pollyanna about it. I do want everybody to behave. I would love to word smith everybody who's in a political position. However, if somebody's accomplishing and protecting in their role, who it is that they're supposed to be protecting, I say hallelujah. Now, if you're a leader... You're only a leader if people want to follow you. And if your mouth is out of control and you're offending people, well, then you need to stop and think about that. No matter how big your heart is, if you greet people with things that are, are not right, and I don't believe that we should call anybody names. And we shouldn't make fun of anybody. That's how I was raised.
0: Right.
1: Then then you have to stop. Oh, that was so funny. The little hand going
0: by. <laughs> He <laughs> said he heard that.
1: <laughs> Yay! I love kids. Honestly, God, I should have had five of them. <laughs> the the beautiful part of life is the surprises like that. I mean, here we are. We're talking about an intense subject, but you get a little tiny person who's only this many digits—five. I think I'll walk behind you for everybody who's just hearing this in the auditory. My apologies. Come over to YouTube and see the video.
0: He can sit up here and he could he could he could listen in on our show today.
1: I love it. A bright star. I love the little hand that was going back there past Daddy. You completely cracked me up, and I know you heard me laughing, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's fascinated by my beauty. child in a trance that's so funny
0: he closes his eyes he disappears so don't worry
1: about it i love it that's great that's a really good trick well i don't know where he went (laughs) but you know we really it's exactly having that child in our presence is a really strong reminder what do we want for them i don't care if you have any kids many kids others kids The children are not owned by anybody. If children are not owned by their mommy and daddy. They belong to all of us. And it's our responsibility to create a world that's going to be amazing and healthy for them, rich with freedom.
0: Rich. No, you're right. I think when a child walks in a room, they own the room. It's their room. And I believe that because I think their way of being is how we're supposed to be. And we, now we might gain more knowledge and more wisdom, but we should never move away from that way of being. The way kids are—kids are loving, resilient, unassuming, trusting. They have a great amount of faith and belief. Their self-worth is sky high because they don't know different, so they never really separate from their dreams. And so it's kind of fun to be around kids. I'm—I'm I'm a big kid guy, 100%. You know, uh, it's my favorite thing. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you had the right amount. Five.
0: I had five, yeah. yeah one for each. I have one of my little boys that when he holds my hand because he plays daddy finger, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, when he holds, And he has to hold all the fingers because I feel he's only holding two of them that it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not going to work. It's really, it's really <laughs> funny.
1: Why is it that we don't have more people in this incredibly generous, loving, amazing country of ours? Talking about our children. Why is it that I don't hear, excuse me, either campaign? And maybe I'm missing it because I don't claim that I'm watching any of it, really. I'll get a snippet here and there, but how come I don't hear a concern about we need to embrace our elderly? They are our wisdom, they are our history. We need to preserve them. Those of us in the middle, need to be loving and protecting the elders? And what are we doing to absolutely cherish the little ones who are coming up, making them yep. unafraid? And what are we doing with the people between us and the little ones who need our guidance about how to parent?
0: Agreed. I mean, they're, they're getting, I mean, this COVID generation is gonna have an interesting story to tell. They're either gonna become something so amazing or they're going to be some, or they're going to claim to be handicapped for whatever the reason is, you know. Yep,
1: yeah. I feel so afraid, and I I mitigate every bit of my fear with hope and faith. But I am so afraid that we have created this culture of of people who would rather have their face in a phone or um, a video game, so that already we had complaints from people in their fifth and sixth generation and beyond. These people in these younger generations aren't looking us in the eye. And now what are we doing? We're insulating them. Ron, I saw, I, talk about freedom being pinched. I saw something on television where there was a school district that was touting their, and the you know, television cameras in the classroom saying, here's what we're doing look, here's the teacher, we got the thing called the 360 owl, it'll, 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 a camera 360 degrees around the room, and here's the teacher standing in the front, and kids are going to be remote, and they've got all the decks, the desks set up, and they're, and they're spaced with blue tape on the floor, and I'm thinking, there's nobody in the room, it's the teacher, what are you spacing and putting tape on the floor for, that's heinous, make these children envision that they're all sitting there together, And by the way, don't put cutouts in there. That would be so horrible. But the teacher is wearing a black mask that goes all the way to her throat, up under her glasses. Her whole face is missing. These are children who need to see your nonverbal behavior. They need to see your... Facial recognition is a great big thing in brain process, in intimacy, in coming together face to face. My mother made me agreed to grow my bangs out when I was in my 50s because she wanted to see my whole face. It was a hairdo. I haven't been able to grow my bangs back since. I kind of like my bangs. (laughs) (laughs) But she wants the whole face. My mother's been gone to heaven for a decade. The whole face is really important to us in terms of our love factor and our connection to one another. These are Children, K through 12, don't tell me that you're a grown-up when you go to college. No, you're not. You're still a kid. So K through 16, we need to have full faces. And why are you wearing a mask Were you're the only person in the room?
0: Or on the beach. You know, it's just the strangest thing.
1: I know. And we had somebody in Congress, and I, I immediately blocked out what their name was because I didn't want to remember and relate it to this person. I saw them on television say, if you are not wearing a mask, it is so serious that I think we should pass a law in Congress that you are charged with attempted murder. What? What? Hang on a second. What are we doing here? Wow. And then we have people who are making masks out of fabric that they have. At home? Okay, where did it come from? Or buying masks? I posted on my social media platforms film taken of some of the factories where the masks are being made overseas.
0: Cleansing? Sanitary? And and I I heard a really interesting point made that if it was so bad, why isn't it wiping out the homeless population where they have no masks, they're really not social distancing, and they have no... Way to get clean and wash their hands, and you know, they don't, they don't have the hygiene issues that you and I might have. Why isn't it decimating them? Or why aren't their flight attendants falling off left and right just because they're in those planes all day, every day? So, I, I don't know. I just, um, how do you explain this to your kids when they're seeing it all day and hearing it at their schools? And you try to, as a parent, you know, be the naysayer. You know, it's, this is just a masquerade, it's what everybody's wearing these masks. It's crazy, yeah, it
1: is crazy. <clears throat> I I, I had written through the beginning part of this about the ways in which let's use this time of lockdown and incubation for peace and stillness and reevaluation. Let's take it as a blessing. I also had written about great, now we know how to wash our hands and be more polite. That's fine, but when our freedoms are being pinched, we have to come back and look at the issues. We've got three minutes left. I'm giving it to you. What do you want to
0: tell? If you want to freak somebody out before you shake their hand, put some put some uh, hand sanitizer on your hand and shake their hand while it's still wet, <laughs> and then tell them that was a safety handshake right there. That was a very safe handshake. Actually, you know what I would say right now is that as we're going into this, if there's anything that I'm observing is I think the closer we get to the election, the more evident the agendas are going to be, you know. Um, you know, you look at all the the looting and all the anger and the hate and the fighting and the assault. This policeman the other night, two nights ago, you may have seen this, got hit in the head with a brick. Oh
1: my God! I saw the skateboard.
0: Somebody heaved the brick at him, and just you see him walking, and he just goes, just falls flat, and he's out. You know, and to me. I, I sort of associate that as the campaign trail for one of the campaigns. So if that's your campaign trail, good luck, you know, because I think there's enough Americans who want America back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, uh, and I hope we get it back because my opinion is that these are, these are terrorist groups in our country. And I hate to be so extreme. I don't mean to sound like it, but the reality is we're under attack by our own and we need to, and we need to, and let's just say we need to defend ourselves. Yes, How's that? We we um, that's a nice way of putting it, but uh, when America has chosen to defend itself, it's pretty robust. And I think we ought to use that robustness right now. And, and, and I think every single one of us needs to stand up for this country because we're not standing up just for ourselves, we're standing up for our children, future generations, that this is a time that we make history and maybe fix the teeter and the totter right now. Right now, it's too close for comfort. We need to fix the teeter and pot of the next four years.
1: I agree. You know, on that note, friends, I'm going to sign off for Ron and I. Well, Ron and I then go offline and stay and go Zoom, Zoom for a couple minutes. But we would like for you to come back every day. Yep, we got 90 seconds. So this is your host, Dr. Dub Carlin, happily with Mr. Ron Williams. And we're going to see you tomorrow.